he's always been in my story and I always talk to him and pray to him all the, you know, off and on through my whole entire life since I was little. You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Hello, friends, and welcome to my 22nd episode of the Altered Stories show. Thanks for listening to today's podcast show. For those that don't know me, and this is your first time listening, my name is Michelle Renee Gutch, show host and founder of Altered Stories Ministry a faith-based nonprofit located in Overland Park, Kansas, that helps Christian women share their life-altering God stories so women around the world can hear them and be encouraged in their faith. Just a few updates on my happenings for those uh, that want to know. I've currently been venturing out and doing some for-profit faith-based storytelling consulting work, and also broadening my partnerships with ministry and church leaders. I hope to be able to help ministry leaders and church members tell their God stories too. If you or someone has an interest in my services, please do reach out to me on my website for more information. I feel God's calling to be able to do this and to begin to help the churches do the storytelling that they need to broaden their mission. Also, if you're interested in supporting Altered Stories Ministry by buying one of my nonprofit architect t-shirts, please reach out to me on my email at msaundersgutch at gmail.com. Again, msaundersgutch at gmail.com. I will also have that out on my website. I will have the link to the t-shirts on this episode page. For every t-shirt that's sold, $5 comes back to Altered Stories. And I thank Travis Johnson for that gift. So let's go ahead and get this conversation started today. I have an incredibly wonderful woman that I want to feature on the show. Her name is Vicki. Joe Things. Vicki Joe is truly an inspiration to all. A Christian single woman, mom and grandmother of six amazing grandchildren who has recovered from a violent and traumatic childhood, unhealthy marriages, and psychiatric abuse. She has a daughter that is a gifted massage therapist who taught her to believe in herself and to never give up. She also has a son who is a lieutenant in the U.S. Navy, who I was blessed to be interviewed by on his podcast show, The Nonprofit Architect. Through our connection, her son introduced us, which has opened the door for her to share her amazing God story today on our worldwide platform. Vicki calls Minnesota her home, although she lived in Nashville, Tennessee. While living in Nashville, she performed her songs, made lasting friendships, and wrote a children's book, My Grandma's Trees. 
She's an artist, has been a worship leader, performed concerts, and shared her testimony there. In addition, she trained horses and was a saddle club queen for Maple Lake, Minnesota. Today, Vicki and I will be discussing her God story of redemption and healing from years of psychiatric abuse and how God has used music and art to help her heal. You will also be hearing Vicki sing two of her songs that she has recorded. Now, let's get to know Vicki better. Good morning, Vicki, and thank you for being on the show. How are you doing today? I am excited today. I have been waiting for an opportunity like this for a long time. <laughs> well, I've shared a lot about you, Vicki, with our listeners. Anything else about yourself you'd like to share? I would like you to know that when I was very small, my brothers and I knelt by our bedsides. Our mom would have us do that every night before we go to sleep, and she'd have us pray, and that's how I got to know Jesus. That is precious. I have shared so much with you since I've met you and since Travis introduced us, and we've had several conversations about the many God stories that you have. Today, can you please share with my listeners where your psychiatric abuse God story began? Well, in 1976, I was living out in rural Annandale, Minnesota, and some friends and I decided to go tubing down the river. We stopped to dive and I hit my head on the bottom and I'm just thankful that I'm alive. But what happened was I became very delusional. My thinking was all messed up and I couldn't think straight. So I wasn't able to tell anybody, including my parents, that there was something wrong with me. Well, as the days went by, my mom tried to figure out what to do. She was on the phone calling everywhere. And before I knew it, I was in a psychiatric hospital and I was given the label of bipolar disorder. I was put on lots of medications, and I was uh, upset about being there, and I was confused and angry, and two men pushed me down to the floor and put a needle in my backside to try to make me calm down and put me in a seclusion room and lock the door. Tell the um, listeners what that felt like. I mean, I can't imagine. You said you were frustrated, you know, from the situation. I mean, because you fell and you hit your head and then you couldn't tell clearly what was going on. And, you know, you were diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I mean, and then... You were physically, it almost sounds like you were assaulted. So can you deep dive a little bit more into why they had to treat you in that manner? And then what happened after that? Well, they treat you in that manner. And Michelle, they still do it today. They still inject needles to get you to calm down. Three years ago, I had it done to me again where they injected another drug. I wasn't put into a seclusion room, but 
I was left there without the use of a bathroom. How many years did you say you you were treated? I mean, you were in that psychiatric institution for for that whole period of time for for years. No, I've never been in oh. a psychiatric hospital for years. I've only been in for a couple, two, three months at a time. Okay, so that time, what happened then after you were released? I mean, what what did they do, and how did God come into your story? Well, it's hard to say how when God came into my story because He's always been in my story, and I always talked to him and prayed to him all the, you know, off and on through my whole entire life since I was little. It didn't feel at that time like, like he was there. It didn't feel like it at all. I've, I felt very abandoned and very hurt. I didn't understand. I still couldn't think straight from the accident and I was given a whole bunch of medication and when I got out, then I was out for a while and uh, enjoyed life a little bit. And I was back in and I've been in and out for a lot of times over the years. And my kids had to go into foster care when I would go into hospitals and back and forth at home and with their dad and grandma. And What age were you when you when you had that happen? I was 17. Obviously, you got married and you were still going through care. Is that right? It's interesting. Most of the time when I was married, I didn't go through psychiatric care, but it has been an ongoing thing. There's There's been periods of time where, you know, it's been seven years or more in between, but things will happen. I also have PTSD, which is another Part of, from another part of my life, from the childhood. But it seems like those mm-hmm. kind of incidences get triggered and they cause me to have trouble. And on top of that, I didn't want to accept that I have it because of how it happened to me. And so therefore, I went off and on my medication a lot. And that causes a reaction similar to bipolar too. So back in I'd go. Tell us what is occurring with your mental health. Um, I know when we've talked to you shared, you know, the healing process, but you also have been an advocate for mental health patients. Am I correct? I have been a volunteer for an advocate of agency called Freedom Resource Center, and they have known me for about three years. And they were very happy about the way that I was advocating for myself, standing up for myself and getting what I needed that they gave me, they presented me with an award about three months ago. How do you feel God is leading you now to be able to use what your experience is to be able to help those besides what you're doing now in sharing your story I mean, we haven't got into some of the deep details about it. We've been talking at a very surface level, but what is God doing in your life right now that is moving you forward? Well, God is reminding me very strongly that if I do not do the things that I have been taught and learned how to do, 
that I will not stay mentally well and I will not be able to continue to live in my own apartment and have my own life free of the control of the mental health system. And by those things I'm saying to stay mentally well are things that I have learned, um, number one, from my son, Travis, who introduced me to a book called Cracked, Not Broken by Kevin Hines. It's a story of someone who has bipolar and he jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and he should have been dead, but he's running all over the world telling his story about what to do to stay mentally well. And I follow what is in this book and that is simply having a routine, getting up and going to sleep the same time every night. Also, you know, um, exercising the same time, eating the same time. And, and there's other things too on top of, and especially what I rely on is my support system. I have taken the time to tell my friends what it is that I'm like that would cause them to know that I would be having trouble. And I also have a couple of people that I call on a daily basis to pray with. I, I try to keep my support system going. I don't go a day without talking to somebody because when I don't talk to people, that's when I get sick. That's when I get emotionally inward. With taking care of yourself every day, taking your medications 12 uh, hours apart consistently, having a support system. And there's another piece that is really crucial too, is your diet. I had a diet prescribed to me called the paleo diet quite a few years ago. And yeah, I know about that diet. I like it actually. <laughs> well, the cool thing about the paleo diet is it doesn't contain any grains or dairy. So therefore your, your mood swings are cut way down to practically nothing. And it's beneficial to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like you've done a lot of self-care. You've really been taking the advice of many uh, people that are in your sphere of influence and those that you respect and your faith, of course, is huge in that as well. Um, I'm assuming you're doing, you know, on a day-to-day basis as you pray and seek God and, you know, that you do, you know, those things that God has kind of led you to in terms of healing and recovery. And we've talked about, you know, your music and art. Can you share a little bit about those songs and maybe sing a little bit for us. Um, I think that would be a great blessing for the listeners too. I would be delighted. I do have, I do have the songs on a music player on my website, which we can talk about later. But this one song that I'd like to share with you first, it's called stitches and it's about how God took my life very tattered and torn and how he stitched my heart back together and healed me. And it goes like this. The garment was wrinkled and tattered. A genuine love hand me down. 
But somehow you showed me I mattered and gave me the strength to press on. The patching and mending were easy because you did it straight from your heart. Kindness and love sown so freely kept me from falling apart. You stitched my heart back together, zigzag me into your arms, gathered up all the loose pieces and hemmed me in safe and warm. Oh, what a beautiful song, Vicki. And you've got that out on, you've been doing some recordings, right? And singing. You've got this on a CD. Is that right? Yes, I have it on a CD. And I performed those songs and gave my testimony at concerts uh, for quite a few years. Wow. Okay. That's so the Lord. When, what year did you write that? Oh, uh, Stitches? Hmm. Hmm, I think it was in the mid-90s. In the mid-90s, okay. And you've got, do you have another one that you want to share? Another song? Sure, I could sing on here all day if you want me to. (laughs) Well, I know that we mentioned that there were a couple of songs that really, you know, you felt were appropriate, and it's not like you're singing the full song but I mean we're getting a little real understanding a little bit more about you and your heart for Jesus right so would love to hear would love to hear a little bit more from you okay are you ready yeah Jesus Jesus he's my man if he can't do it nobody can I love Jesus all the time Cause he makes that big old sun to shine. Tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna love him through and through. I'm gonna love him through and through. Jesus, Jesus, he's my king. He makes my heart swing. He's gonna take me by the hand. And lead me to the promised land. Tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna love him through and through. I'm gonna love him through and through. There is nothing I can hide. Cause he loves me way down inside. He searches me and knows my heart. From him, I will never part. So I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna love him through and through. I'm gonna love him through and through. Tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna love him through and through. I'm gonna love him through and through. Through and through, through and through. Through and through, through and through. How about you? Whoa, I love that one too. They're both different. That's 
that one, I bet, oh my goodness. Has that been a more recent one or? No, they're all on the same CD. That particular song has got steel guitar on my friend, uh, Albert Spendall from Tennessee. Song's just lit. (laughs) Whoa, it does sound that. Well, thank you for sharing that. And um, one of the things we haven't talked about is your favorite scripture. I know you talk about Isaiah in your bio. Can you share with the listeners today, you know, why that, just what is your favorite scripture, your life verse, and, you know, how how God has spoken to you through it? I had a jail ministry for seven years, and every Sunday night when I went to the church services, the pastor would always say Isaiah 43, 18, and 19, because that was such a special time in my life, and that pastor was like a father to me. And I have that song or that scripture is permeated in me, and it goes like this. Remember not the former things. Forget the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Can you not see it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And because, yeah, and because it says, forget it. Forget all about it, Vicki. It's gone. Yesterday's gone. Look at the new thing I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is so ministering, you know, to so many, you know, including you and how you've been able to change your outlook and how you're trying to take all the pieces that you have, you know, had to put together with God's help and bring them to a place of restoration and then being able to share your redemption and what God has done in bringing you through the the trauma and, you know, also how he's worked through the arts. I mean, you know, with your music and I know you do some art too, but the scripture is, you know, from what you have shared is so incredibly profound and just intertwined as I hear from you uh, in how it resonates. So it sounds like, you know, the Lord is continuing to help you and equip you. And as your relationship with Christ is, is growing, I mean, I would like to know, you know, what advice you may have for those women today that may be struggling with with this type of, you know, abuse? For one thing, if you have been trying to reach out and you've been trying to get help, you've been trying to talk to people, a lot of people don't understand mental illness. They don't take you seriously when you talk and they might misunderstand you. The best advice I can give you is just to keep talking. Also, Find some people that you can talk to sharing your needs. And I know that it's hard. I I know many, many people that have mental illness that don't even go out of their homes. They're afraid to speak up because 
somebody might, you know, mistreat them or take them wrong. But there's a lot of good people in the world too. Like just try to take care of yourself the best that you can. Get your sleep, take your medicine, eat good. Just don't give up. I don't have any hotline numbers, but I know that, well, for, I have one. That's right here in Fergus Falls, Minnesota. There's a place called the Crisis Stabilization Unit, and you can call. There's places that are available that will just sit and listen to you, and you don't have to have an appointment, and they're just very helpful. And never think that what you need isn't much or it's not important enough to reach out and talk. Yeah, those are great words of encouragement. You know, I do know Focus on the Family also has counselors on site um, that they can, people can call and I know there's different resources, but Vicki, can you share the website? Well, my website is moveovermountain.com. Moveovermountain.com. You'll know that you're there when there's a beautiful cross on a mountain that says Moving Mountains. And just scroll down, you'll be able to see a little bit about my advocacy, scripture, my music. Very simple website. And there's a comment and question form. As we uh, wrap this up, Vicki, Is there anything else that you would like to share that we haven't spoke about with regard to your God story? And, you know, like we know you have come out of a lot of trauma and of course this um, challenge with mental illness, God is really helping you through and getting you to a place of recovery. So that to me is huge. And the fact that you're here today and you're speaking And, you know, you're sharing songs and encouragement and just all kinds of great words for those women or even men that are listening today. So is there any anything else? Because I want to make sure that we give you the chance to to share. Well, I would like you to know that even though I have been in and out of a lot of psychiatric hospitals, when you come out of a psychiatric hospital, it's very difficult. You have to recover from it. You're on a lot of medications. You've been in there. You lose your creativity. You don't feel like doing things. God always restored me. I know stories of people who went into mental health hospitals and they never came out. God always brings me out and he always carries me through. And I always get a brand new start. Because that's just the wonderful God that he is. Yes. And I really appreciate you taking the time today to share this, Vicki. I know this is like very personal and personal stories sometimes really are difficult to share, but you've done an incredible job. And I really appreciate all the time you've taken to prepare for this and to share. And I know that um, many are going to be blessed So I want to, again, thank you for your time this morning. I just ask that um, you uh, just have a wonderful day and that God will bless you and continue to use you and that he will take uh, and get this podcast out in front of those that need to hear it. So 
thank you again for coming on the show. And in wrapping up, I just ask that for those of you today that are listening, that you would share this podcast with others and that you would please leave your feedback and reviews because that is always so important. And many are blessed when we hear feedback on the stories. Also, uh, as in, I've always been in closing, I want to continue to ask for those of you that have an interest in supporting our ministry to keep us in prayer. And we are always looking for volunteers. Um, and right now, specifically, we still have a board treasurer opening, and we are always looking Uh, for those that can help us in a volunteer capacity. So until the next show, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a new nonprofit evangelistic talk show for women. Our ministry is located in Overland Park, Kansas. And if you enjoyed listening to today's show, Your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of everyday women too. So why don't you share the link to our podcast on your social media? And we welcome your feedback. So let us know what you think. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories. We welcome your tax-exempt financial donations. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, log on to our website, alteredstories.org. That's alteredstories.org dot o r g